0: Hello, 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 friends. God bless you. Peace be with you. And thank you for joining us for our summer sessions of being and making disciples. This is Dan coming back with our second edition of Summer Stories. So thanks for sticking with us here while we take a little bit of a, a lower key summer so that each of us get a break on the on and off weeks. And before I jump into this story, I want to do a little invite. If you are listening from another country, we would love to hear from you. Uh, we'd love to have you on the show if you're up for it. But if not, just to to hear from you and uh, understand what is it like to be a Catholic in your country? And what are some of the challenges? And can we help you uh, address some of those and find solutions to the unique things that you are, you are dealing with? So you can get in touch with us at beingandmakingdisciples at gmail.com. Again, that's beingandmakingdisciples at gmail.com. And whether you're from outside of the U.S. Or, or in the U.S., we'd love to hear from you with your questions. So let's jump in. So several years ago when I started a new job in ministry, um, it was very unique because I wasn't in the classroom anymore. My My only job was... To lead people closer to the Lord, it was it was so so cool. Uh, Moving from teaching, where you have this dual relationship, where you're in charge of someone's grades, not just in charge of, uh, you know, not not that I'm in charge of someone's relationship with God, but I was uh, I was simultaneously helping people know Jesus and helping them build a resume for college, and so there was a conflict there because sometimes they weren't sure whether they could trust me or they weren't sure how they felt about me. And other times they were really curious about Jesus. So in this new job, I didn't have that conflict. I I was really only there to help students come to know God in an intimate way, which was a huge blessing. I, I learned a lot. And I learned a lot from this one particular story. So, uh, this was very, very early. The school year hadn't even started. And this person came up to me, um, and said, hey, I heard you're the new person, and I want to get involved. I just had the summer retreat. It was unbelievable. It was powerful. And I want to do anything I can to be involved in in the ministry here, ministering to other students. Uh, And I want you to just tell me where to go, what to do. And I'm ashamed to say that I didn't take him seriously I just kind of blew him off and it was almost like not that I really blew him off and said oh you know see like come back later I'm busy Um, but I didn't really take the time to see and to listen for the Holy Spirit moving in him because the Holy Spirit was there for sure and um, my own uh, probably like busyness and inattentiveness to the other. My lack of attention to the sacredness of the other before me made me miss this. And I just gave him a job. And I I probably really just thought he was looking for service hours or just wanted a club, something to get involved with. And I didn't realize how deeply he wanted to love God and help other people love God too. And um, here's what I should have done. Rather than just giving him a job and treating him like he was uh, replaceable, you know, anybody else could could have done that. Oh, yeah, I need help with this drive. You can help me collect cans or something. I should have sat down with him and listened to him and allowed him to tell me his story. When he came up to me and said, hey, I really want to get involved. I should have said, do you have a couple of minutes? Tell me about it. And I should have said, what's going on? Like The Lord is clearly doing something with you here tell me about it. I'd love to hear about it. And I should have let him tell his story. And then I should have asked questions that allowed him to go deeper and to tell me what was really important to him and uh, what were his motivations for sharing the gospel, why he really wanted to help bring people to Jesus. And I should have asked about his own story and how he came to know Jesus. And uh, I came later to know that it was through a series of summer camps. And it was this most recent summer camp that he went to that really uh, set him on fire and changed his relationship with the Lord. And that would have taken, you know, 10 minutes, maybe even less than that. I could have got to know who he was and what he really wanted and what he thought the Lord was asking him to do. But instead, I, again, I just kind of treated him like uh, he was dispensable. I didn't, recognize the sacred in him. There is a a great line from Pope Francis that I, I think people kind of struggle with. He talks about accompaniment, and he said something like this, accompaniment means taking off our shoes out of reverence for the sacredness of the other. And what I have come to understand that to mean is the, the every person in front of us is a mystery. We have in that person the full image of... God, revealing himself to us in that person, as uh, capable of loving with Trinitarian love. And that's not something we can ever comprehend. And it's something that we we should be patient with as we allow that person to reveal themselves to us. And so I should have allowed this person to reveal himself to me as a child of God, as a disciple of God, as somebody who wanted to make God known and make God loved. So... Um, after listening with him, after sitting with him and listening to him and allowing him to tell me what was going on in his life, uh, that would have helped me understand what threshold he was at. So he would have been either in the threshold of trust, of curiosity, of openness, of seeking or of discipleship. Now looking back, I would say he was definitely in that that fourth stage, just on the threshold of becoming a full-fledged disciple. And he did, he he made that that crossover his senior year. I was able, his last year, I was able to invite him and say, okay, this is clearly what the Lord's calling you to. I think you should make that commitment. And he did. Um, and then I also, I also should have listened where he was. I'm sorry, I didn't finish all the the thresholds there. So uh trust curiosity, openness, seeking, and discipleship. He was in, in seeking right up to discipleship. Now, th- thinking of the journeys, the journeys that we all make, uh, the first is the journey into a relationship with Christ. The next is a, a sacramental journey of becoming fully initiated in the church. And then the last one is becoming fully involved in the life of the church in a parish. And frequently people make those the, the second and the third journey uh, without making that first one. Or they might make that first one without being fully initiated. And so uh, I could have come to understand, okay, is this someone who's, he's received all the sacraments of initiation and in some way he's involved in parish life, but where's his relationship with Jesus? And in hindsight, I would have realized, wow, this guy, he's one of those unique young people who he's done all three. Like he's, he's got a, a mature relationship with Jesus, especially for someone his age. And He's fully initiated into the church and he wants to be involved. He wants to do things. And he showed that by coming to me. So, I mean, that, that's evidence of the Holy Spirit working right there. That this young man who could have been doing anything, could have been interested in anything, came to me and said, I want to be involved in this. And then I could have said, let's pray. Let's allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to us what you should be doing, what he wants you to do. So that uh, it was the Lord's plan that was at work and not mine and not this young man's. Uh, And then after that, rather than finding just some functional job he could do, I should have created space for him to do what he thought the Holy Spirit was helping, what what he thought the Holy Spirit wanted him to do. And then I should have helped him to do it. Uh, Now, as the Lord would have it, uh, that worked out that that young man was just so passionate. The Lord was working so powerfully in him um, that he found ways to, to move this young man to action. And I'm uh, really, really happy to say this guy intentionally made disciples out of his friends. I mean, he found people who are closest to them and he invited them into uh, a small group with us where we talked about what it meant to follow Christ. And these guys took it seriously. And uh, I'm very, very grateful that even though I am sometimes a fool and I don't recognize what the Lord is doing, he finds a way to work through me uh, sometimes despite my my worst efforts so a lot of reasons to give thanks to god for that relationship and then some other relationships that i i had the the privilege to be a part of so i'm sure you've got your own stories i'd love to hear from them and and maybe even feature them if you want to send them to us and also I'll take a, a mo- moment. If you have not yet taken a look at our book, it is on sale for summer 9 That's Go Make Disciples. It's available on Amazon by Justin Reyes and Daniel Boyd. Love for you to pick up a copy and let us know what you think, and then use those skills to go out into the world and lead more people into relationship with Jesus Christ, which is what it is all about. So Friends, thanks so much for joining us again. God bless you. Know that we are praying for you every day. Uh, That's my promise to you that I will pray for you, for the people who who dedicate their time to listen to this podcast and are, uh, are passionate about bringing people to Jesus. Thanks so much. Peace be with you.